Welcome to week eight of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. I'm Tim Consonenza, and this is RadioMBP.com. We had a lot of great action from both Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania to get to. Plus, we have highlights of three games this week on the Scoreboard Show. And let's start in Western Pennsylvania with WPIL action. Our first game is Pexatani as the Chucks took on the Keystone Panthers as the Chucks defeated the Panthers 49-12. Jeanette 55, Greenburg Central Catholic 7, Our Lady of Sacred Heart 34, Union 15. Mohawk defeats Freedom 20-14 and Deer Lake shuts out Laurel 33-0. Neshanik wins by 11 over Southside 38-27. Cardinal World North Catholic 29, Riverside 28. Beaver 35, Hopewell 13. Central Valley defeats Beaver Falls 55-15. Aliquippa 22, Quaker Valley 7. Deary 35, Elwood City 7. Shadyside Academy 37, Avon Worth 28. West Allegheny wins by 10 over Hampton 24-14. North Allegheny all over Seneca Valley, 49-14. And finally, Western Beaver defeats Northgate, 47-12. Now let's move to District 10 in Western Pennsylvania. Erie all over Brashear, 62-9. General McLean defeats Fort LaBeouf, 49-21. Greenville, 21. Reynolds, 7. Eisenhower shuts out Mercer, 52-0. And Union City shuts out Cockerton, 43-0. Farrell 20, Cambridge Springs 13, Wilmington blanks Hickory 52-0, and Sharon blanks Lakeview 62-0. Sharksville 20, Slippery Rock 9, Corey 35, The Rockets from Titusville 6. Conneaut, Ohio 58, Girard, Pennsylvania 20. Grove City Downs Fairview 46-13, and Mercyhurst Prep 34, Harbor Creek 7, Conneaut 48, Warren 7, and a shootout. It was Du Bois 69, Franklin 56. Meville defeats Oil City 53-12. Erie Cathedral 50, West Toronto Prep from Canada 7. It's now time for our first of three featured games on the High School Football Scoreboard Show here on RadioMVP.com. As the Trojans from Erie McDowell traveled to Austintown to take on the Fitch Falcons. All highlights courtesy of WWCVRadio.com and on the mic, our friend here on Radio MVP, Ray Reinstorf. On the near hash 25 yard line, Regan Schleicher will start out of the pistol as he's got Pulliam to his right and it's a zone read. Keep that go, Schleicher to the numbers at the 40. He's inside midfield in Fitch territory and it'll be wrapped up. Inbounds just over the 35-yard line as he was chased down by Lumsden and Smith with his own read keep, and Schleicher had a huge gap. Well, we've seen how good Pulliam's been the last few weeks, and also because we have seen how good he's been, the opposing teams have seen how good he's been, and that's exactly what happened. They just went with a zone read. They faked it to Pulliam on the first one. Great job by Schleicher to pull it out. All the backers crashed on the inside. Third and 16. From the 26-yard line, Whipple and Davison to the right. Johns and Shell to the left. Lone setbacks pulling him. Schleicher out of the gun. Screen to pull him, and then it's deflected and picked off. And this might go the distance, running down the near side. 
Schleicher trying to make the tackle on Lumsden. Still on his feet. 15-10-5. Touchdown, but there's a flag down at the 36-yard line. Yeah, there's a block in the back right after the pick. Third and goal from the two out of the pistol. Zelensky turns, gives it to Lumsden. Lumsden broke a tackle in the backfield and then was able to hem his way through a couple of defenders into the end zone for a touchdown as Alfara had a shot at him at the end, but Lumsden had already carried his way over the plane to the goal line. And it is a 6-0 pitch lead as Jakari Lumsden, the 6'195-pound senior, goes in from two yards out. Empty backfield. Schleicher third and five now from the 45-yard line of Town pitch out of the gun. As we're at 5.37 and running left to go in the first half. McDowell down 7-0. Schleicher takes the snap, steps up, fires. He's got Pullian. Pullian makes the catch at the 20. And he's under, cut, chopped down, just shy of the 10-yard line. First down, Trojans, as Randy Smith saved him from getting into the end zone. Great job by Pulliam. He, the way that he started that route, he started it slow, like he wasn't really running the true route, and it got the defense to relax just enough, and then he turned on the afterburners, got behind the defensive back. Safety didn't come over in time for coverage. Shell and Whipple to the right. Johns and Davison to the left. And Schleicher will work out of a pistol with Pulliam in the backfield. Third and goal from the pitch six-yard line. Schleicher. Gives it to Pulliam off the right side. The ball is loose on the turf, and the Falcons have it. Recovering it was Zelinski, and the Trojans let another scoring opportunity slip away in this ballgame. And Pulliam got hit right at the line of scrimmage. He tried, tried to keep driving like he always does, but the Falcons do a great job of gang tackling. It's two guys on the ball, three or four come in and try to rip it away, and that's exactly what happened, and Pulliam just couldn't hang on to it. Malvin's going to attempt a 23-yard field goal. Right hash angle to the left for the right foot of Josh Malvin. Three of five on the year. Shell to hold. Good snap. And Malvin's kick is on its way, and it's no good wide to the right. Yeah, he just he pushed it. He didn't really get much on it. Disastrous first half for the Trojans as they had every opportunity to not only tie this game, but lead this game. Crucial turnovers and a missed field goal, and the Falcons with a nice defensive performance, at least bending but not breaking, and they lead the Trojans 7-0 as they head into the halftime locker room. Same formation again with Zelinski and Smith to his left. And it's Zelinski on the keep, getting outside. He's got the first down and more. Breaks a tackle at the 45, getting to the left sideline, 35-30. And Zelinski chased out of bounds inside the 30 for a first down on the zone read. Keep everybody inside. Brett Zelinski gets outside for big yardage. Well, the exact same thing happened. Alvar and Edmondson crashed down again because of the zone. And when they crashed down, all Zelinski did was just pull it go to the outside. Albara had the back of the jersey. He was hanging on for dear life, but couldn't hang on long enough and down the sideline at a long first down run. They're going to go with a full house backfield here in a double tight set. And now Zelinski's going to call his own number. No signal no yet. No signal yet. They're calling him short. He is short. And now they're going to signal touchdown. Oh, that's- Zelinski on a quarterback keeper that took about 30 seconds to get the signal in as he calls his own number out of that full house backfield goes behind his center Dylan Moore Whipple flips him and Shell both flip now to the far side of the field with Johns and Davison two receivers of the short side Pulliam's the lone setback Schleicher talking to his line going left to right and second at seven out for the Trojans right hash own 30 yard line down 14 nothing 608 left Johns motions to the left 
Blanker takes a good snap this time. Fires deep ball to the far side. That's going to be picked off by number 18. That is Dylan Beanie for Fitch. Yeah, I don't know who. There was two Trojans in the area, and I don't honestly know who he was throwing it to because they were both right there, and he just overthrew both of them. Zelinski with Smith to his right. Two receivers on the far side, and Fitzgerald and Vernon, and one split to the wide side of the field on the near side in the form of Moore. Zelinski from the shotgun. He'll keep it himself running off the right side. Breaks a tackle and angles into the end zone. Touchdown. Joey Zelinski's second rushing touchdown of the game, and that's the cherry on top for the Falcons on senior night. The final score from Austintown Fitch Falcon Stadium. Austintown Fitch 20, Erie McDowell nothing. My thanks to Ray Reister for providing the highlights of the Austintown Fitch Erie McDowell game. Now let's turn our attention to scores from Northeast Ohio as the action began on Thursday night. Liberty defeated Jefferson 53-18. Dre Rushton had 235 yards on 17 carries and scored four touchdowns. Those touchdowns were runs of 70, 30, 58, and 42 yards. Liberty improves their record to 6-2 on the season. Forbin downs Ursland 20-14 in double overtime. The Spartans improved to 5-3 on the season with the win over the Irish. Juwan Forte caught a 19-yard touchdown pass from Mike O'Hara in the second overtime for the game-winning score for the Spartans. It's now time for our second game of the week as Holland takes on Niles McKinley in the backyard brawl of Trumbull County. Niles McKinley would get the ball first and they would use Robbie Savin as their workhorse as they worked on an 11-play, 70-yard drive. In the pistol is Soto, followed by... Saban behind him. Saban takes the handoff. He goes right side. Has room to the 35. Moves outside to the 40. He's to the 50. He has a nice run going down to the 40. And is knocked out of bounds around the 34-yard line. But a huge run there by Robbie Saban on that third down run. Yeah, that offensive line on the right side definitely sprung him. You can't forget about them. Uh, those uncalled, uh, hero, un- uncalled heroes on the, the offensive line. But, man, he showed some really nice speed turning the corner. I don't think the uh, Howland Tigers were ready for that. Niles' offense would stall, and they would call on Chase Suzina for a field goal. 34-yarder, right in the middle of the upright, so he's right in the middle of the field. He just has to kick it straight if he can do it. Suzina is the kicker. Uh, Up and good. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't quite see it from this corner, but yes. So Niles strikes first with 7.15 here to play in the first quarter. The Tigers would come right back with a six-play drive of their own, capped on an eight-yard touchdown run by Jackson Deemer. Drain will be underneath center. I formation in the backfield. Dot in the eye is Deemer. Taking the snap, handed off to Jackson. Deemer goes up the middle to the five. He's hit, and he's going to keep moving the pile forward. Drives it into the end zone for a touchdown. An eight-yard touchdown run by Jackson Deemer with 431 here to play in the first quarter to get on the board here for the Howland Tigers as they'll take the lead 6-3. Niles will turn the ball over on downs at the 49-yard line of the Howland Tigers. The Tigers only needed one play to score. Niles will turn the ball over on downs to Howland. 
It'll be first down and 10, ball at the 49-yard line. So they're only 51 yards from pay dirt. Joe Dream will be underneath center. Jackson Deemer will take the pitch. He'll go left side to the short side of the field to the 50. Cuts back, has open to the 45, to the 40. He's down to the 30. He may take it all the way to the house. He will. Jackson Deemer goes 51 yards in one play with 29.3 seconds left here in the first to get back on the scoreboard here for the Holland Tigers. And, you know, he started that out to the left, and he bounced that back to the right. That was all speed on Jackson Deemer. So he is a talent. Coach Menendez says he's he is their top leader, and he just showed us why. What, what an athlete. Holland's Jawan Dean will scoop up a fumble return of 50 yards for a touchdown, and Holland stretches out their lead to 21-3. here to play on a moving clock in the second quarter. Again, in pistol is Soda. Give it to Golius. Golius will get caught, and the ball's loose. Ball's picked up by the Tigers, and they're going to move it downfield. As they're going to get it inside the 10 to the 5. Wow. Touchdown on the fumble return was Jawan Dean taking it all the way to the house. Hallen's defense would do it again, this time with the John Elliott interception, and it would set up a three-yard Keyshawn Bush touchdown run. First and goal here for the Tigers at the three-yard line. Three minutes, 35 seconds here to play. Power eye formation here for the Tigers. Jackson Deemer Dawson. They'll hand it off to Bush. Bush goes up the middle. Touchdown! Keyshawn Bush gets into the end zone, the six-foot, 170-pound junior. He was the second back in the stack three power eye formation there for the Tigers. In the third quarter, Jackson Deemer would pull off yet another big run. There's a two receivers out to the right. Eye formation in the backfield. Dream underneath center. He takes the snap, hands off to Deemer. Deemer has room to the 30. Cuts to the 35, to the 40, to the 50. Then he's done a race to the 40, to the 30, <laughs> to the 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown, wow. What a monster run. The Tigers would find pay dirt one more time, but this time it would be a lineman's dream. Noah Bell just checked in. He is a tackle, 270-pounder, 6'3", for the Tigers. So watch, see if they go in that direction. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Matter of fact, he's going to line up as fullback. Wow, I love it. Of course you do. And the handoff goes to him, and he's going to take it into the end zone. <laughs> Touchdown! <laughs> That's awesome. Noah Bell, the 6'3", 270-pound senior, normally a tackle, lines up as fullback, goes into the end zone for the touchdown. And you should see him going crazy. Let me explain something to everybody if they don't understand. Every single lineman's dream is to get their hands on the football and score. He just got his dream. He is going absolutely insane. I love it. What a great call. Final score from Bo Ryan Stadium in Niles, Ohio. It was the Holland Tigers 42, the Niles McKinley Red Dragons 3. All audio clips from the Niles Holland game are courtesy of WWIZ Z104. These are all scores from Friday night from around the Mahoning Valley. McDonald 47, Sebring 8.
Josh Selly ran for 130 yards and three touchdowns as the Blue Devils scored 41 of their 47 points in the first quarter. Gerard blows out Newton Falls 66-6. Mark Wade threw for 402 yards and six touchdowns. The Indians stay undefeated and are now 8-0 on the season. Springfield defeats Mineral Ridge 52-19. Luke Snyder rushed for 141 yards and three touchdowns in the win for the Tigers. Brookfield wins by 10 over LeBray 45-35. Alex Clark runs for five touchdowns and ran for 330 yards as Brookfield earned their third win of the season. Western Reserve shuts out Waterloo 42-0. Don Velasquez threw for three touchdowns at 185 yards in a shutout win over Waterloo. The Blue Devils move to 6-2 on the season. Louisville blanks Jackson Milton 14-0. And Chili Minch rushed for 125 yards and scored a touchdown in the win for the Rockets. Camel wins by 24, 36-12 over Champion. Darian Jones completed 10 of 13 passes for 217 yards and two touchdowns for the Red Devils. Louisville defeats West Branch 38-21. Max Hartline rushed for 179 yards. Hartline also returned a kickoff 86 yards for a touchdown and a victory over West Branch. Salem shuts out Minerva 36-0. Mitch Davidson threw for three touchdowns and 165 yards. South Range 31. Kenmar Garfield 8. Peyton Remish ran for 109 yards and two touchdowns on 16 carries as the Raiders stay undefeated and move to 8-0 on the season. Columbiana defeats Lisbon 24-19. Zach Phillips scored on a 67-yard touchdown run as Phillips rushed for 112 yards in the win for the Clippers. Crestes 35, Kent Roosevelt 18. Caleb Hill scored three times as Crestview earns their fourth win of the season. East Palestine 64, Toronto 20. Parker Sherry threw for three touchdowns as part of his 243-yard passing night as the Bulldogs get the win over Toronto. United shuts out Latonia 43-0. Ethan Amstram scored two rushing touchdowns and Cade Wood added another as United shuts out Latonia 43-0. Matthews 41, Southington 13. Daniel Cantor ran for 147 yards and scored three touchdowns for the Mustangs in the win over Southington. The Canfield Cardinals defeat Youngstown East 24-0. Vinny Fiorenza completed 7 of 12 passes for 82 yards and scored on a 20-yard run as the Cardinals shut out the Golden Bears 24-0. Cardinal Mooney wins by one over Warren Harding 15-14. Antonio Page scored on a one-yard run and Andrew Philippin added the kick with 3.44 left in the fourth quarter to lift the Cardinals to the win over the Raiders. And our final score to pass along was the Battle of the Bulldogs as Lakeview defeated Poland 35-30. Lakeview's Zach Rogers completed 18 of 29 passes for 272 yards and two touchdowns as the Bulldogs from Lakeview handed the Bulldogs from Poland their first loss of the season. Both Bulldog teams are now 7-1. And one more score to pass on from Saturday as Valley Christian wins 21-20 over Southeast. It's now time for our feature game that was heard live on Z104 on Friday night. All highlights courtesy of Z104 WWIZ. Our feature game was the Hubbard Eagles versus the Struthers Wildcats. 
in an Ohio High School Athletic Association Division IV Region 13 matchup. Hubbard came into the game at 4-3 and, and Struthers with a record of 5-2. and two. Both teams looking to move up the rankings to make the top eight to hit into the Region 13 playoffs. Struthers would strike first as Nick Adams would go 53 yards on an end around for a touchdown. So first down and 10, ball at the 47-yard line for the Wildcats. Showing a little blitz from the Eagles. They'll change the play as Hall will bark out the instructions as he has one receiver left and one right. They'll bring Adams in motion, and Adams will get it on a sweep. He'll go right side and has room to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown! Wow, I am impressed. He has got some scoots. He outran everybody on that defense. They knew he was getting the ball. They had an angle on him, and he just shut them all down. Very impressive. Struthers would go for two after the touchdown. Their two-point conversion fails, and the score remains 6-0, Struthers. Hubbard would take the lead in the second quarter with 5.57 left to play when Lucas Masora caught a 12-yard touchdown pass from Davion Daniels. Daniels in shotgun with Moore to his left. Fake to Moore, throw across the middle, complete, and into the end zone, touchdown! With a score 7-6, Hubbard, the Wildcats would mount a drive and they would look to Nick Adams to get it started. He'll take the snap, and they're going to do a reverse to Adams. Adams has room. He's at the 30 to the 40, wow. to the 50. He's on the Jets to the 40-yard line and down close to the 35. A nice play on the reverse to Nick Adams, the 6'2", 185-pound senior split end here for the Wildcats. Yeah, he has got some monstrous speed. Struthers has some amazing athletes that can run. Uh, just like Struthers had bit on that screen for Hubbard, man, they bit on that reverse. Nobody was there. Struthers would build on that drive for nine plays and 73 yards and take three minutes and 58 seconds off and cap it on a Nate Richards one-yard touchdown run. Paul underneath center again, eye formation. Wing to the left. Handoff goes to the fullback under the end zone. Touchdown! I like it. I love giving those fullbacks love. They are an unsung hero. They're the offensive lineman of the backfield, and he did a great job. Nate Richards gets into the end zone, number 40, the 5'10", 205-pound senior. A beautiful run by Nate Richards on the one-yard touchdown plunge. At the half, it was Struthers 12, Hubbard 7. The Eagles were striking the third quarter on a 10-play, 46-yard, 4 minutes and 55-second drive. Quarterback Davion Daniels goes to the final four yards for the touchdown. And we're down to 40 seconds on the clock here in the third quarter. In shotgun is Daniels, two receivers left, two right. Daniels will keep. Daniels to the left side. Daniels into the end zone. Touchdown! Yeah, he's he's having a very good evening. Uh, two weeks in a row, he has been the spark for their offense, and tonight he is definitely doing the same thing. My partner, Matt Ench, would foreshadow what would come next. Willie Mitchell is an unbelievable talent. We all know how good he is, but right now, tonight, 
Hubbard has his number. He's pretty much been kept in check. I would be trying to go where, uh, you know, we've had some success tonight. And that's with Nick Adams. That's with Cop Nicky. Uh, they're tight end. Most underused weapon in football. I talk about it all the time. Has been open about four or five times. Nobody covering him. So they need to go somewhere maybe that they won't expect. Show something they haven't seen yet. Uh, they need to do something quick. The Wildcats have the ball, second down and 11, ball at the 35-yard line of Hubbard. They trail in this ball game by two, 14 to 12. I'm Tim Continez along with Matt Emch and Anthony Kepley helping us out on stats, bringing today's game with A.J. back at the station running the dials. Dale, it takes the stop, he has a man wide open, and to five, it's the end zone, touchdown! Who is it, by the way? Paul takes it to Kevin Codwell, the six-foot, 175-pound split end. What did I just say? Thank you, everybody. Good night. 35-yard touchdown pass to Kevin Codwell gives the Wildcats the lead with 2.27 here to play in the fourth quarter. The Wildcats' two-point conversions on their first two touchdowns were unsuccessful. On their third try, they'll get the ball in the hands of Nick Adams. Empty backfield for Hall and shotgun. They'll bring one in motion. They'll give it to Adams on reverse. Adams will try to race for the corner and gets in for two. And he's lightning in the bottle. With Hubbard trailing in the ball game now, 20 to 14, the Eagles will mount one last drive and take it down to the four-yard line of the Wildcats with under 30 seconds to play in the game. Masora is to the left of the quarterback. Daniels, four receivers will be in pattern. He's back to pass. He rolls right. He fires the end zone. Oh. Intercepted by the Adams. I believe Adams came down with it again. Yeah, he's he is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I mean, that that is... I think everybody not to give anything up. Tim, I, I think there's... Wait a minute, is that... No, that might have been Kopnicki coming down with that. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. to see from this far angle, but it might have been Kopnicki coming down with that one. I'll tell you in one second. It, it was Kopnicki. It was Kopnicki. Wow, play. huge play. I'll tell you what, he had an amazing game as well. He really has. He's what? played terrifically, both offensively and defense. Our final score from Struthers as the Wildcats come away with a 20-14 victory over the Hubbard Eagles. Thank you for listening to Radio MVP's The High School Football Scoreboard Show. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Five-star ratings are appreciative. One or two sentences for a review would be perfect. And remember to tell your family and friends about Radio MVP as we continue to grow our podcast. Thanks again for listening. Peace.